0: And he loved asses.
1: I thought you were dead.
0: Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I heard
2: you were dead.
3: She's dead, wrapped in
1: plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. It must be dead. Is this a dead
0: man, duck? Oh
2: do no! Oh Jesus!
0: Welcome to the world's second loudest podcast, Roast Mortem. I am Tom. I'm Travis. Hey, I'm Cody. I'm Mike. And tonight on the internet, we have very special friends of the show, the loudest podcast. We have Asterios and Sriracha hanging out. Hey, what's up? Hello. Yo, yo. Welcome to the podcast. All the way from, uh, you know, one of the boroughs. We're not going to dox you. You know, that's not nice.
4: In Brooklyn, we've been doxed.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I don't know. I
1: guess. You know, Brooklyn. We're all part of Long Island. That, that yeah, always grinds the Brooklynite's gears.
3: <laughs> I mean, we live in Brooklyn. There's no good way to say that. Like, we always, we usually justify it immediately by being like, "We're in a very poor part of Brooklyn."
4: Yeah, we're we're in the part of Brooklyn that's less kombucha and more shootings.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the thing is, why are we saying that at all? Because we're self-conscious about it. Because we're racist. And the second thing. Especially, that's also why I'm so racist.
4: (laughs) This is a podcast where we make fun of dead people, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. And all dead people are racist. Man,
4: fuck Robin Williams.
5: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, damn.
3: (laughs) Good start. I like this.
1: So you're telling me you don't make brass monkeys. You put the kombucha in the 40.
3: Swirl it around. Tape it to your hand. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, you take the kombucha to your... You spit it in the face of your enemy.
3: <laughs> yeah. we, we play Edward Coldbrew Hands.
0: <laughs> I like that. That's a uh, Tim Burton diarrhea documentary, right? Yeah, well, you can't wipe. <laughs> like all
3: of Tim Burton's later works, yes. It's very similar to diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how was everyone's week?
4: How's my week? Uh, pretty yeah. uneventful.
3: How oh, yeah, I went to work a bunch. I ate a... I, Sriracha made a big pot of shredded chicken that we've just been eating handfuls of. It's our of. pot chicken. <laughs> it's really good. It's like the other day we came home from a stoner comedy show.
4: Oh, my God. It was the worst comedy I have ever heard in my goddamn life. So this comedy show was across the street from a strip club, and it advertised itself as being 420 friendly. So oh you already God. know it's going to be a fucking nightmare.
0: Oh my <laughs> God. That's weird. That sounds amazing. Yeah, guys. Uh, Half baked, bad precedent. Oh, Half baked, and
4: also stripper. Also, yeah. our stripper.
0: Dude, four twenty sixty nine, bro. <laughs> I like those numbers. Travis, how's your week? Different. Great. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me.
1: You know, Big I did things. some different things. Like I, uh, I feel like I just ate different things than normal. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like a... uh, you know, like Tell usually us I stick to just snacks. Did you eat a salad? I, oh, I did have a salad. And there was, I guess, snacks in it. Because, like, blue cheese is kind of like a snack. Did Fucking you get a Slurpee yesterday?
5: Huh? Did you get a Slurpee yesterday? Fuck. It's free Slurpee oh, day. Oh, yeah, free Slurpee you day You are
4: yesterday. living a wild life if you consider blue cheese a snack. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah! He does this all the time. Wow. It's a hors d'oeuvre.
4: <laughs> it's a hors d'oeuvre. Did
1: you just say? Yeah, it's a little hors d'oeuvre. Blue cheese snack cracker in my salad.
4: Which, <laughs> so you said a snack and i was imagining like where did you go to buy a salad covered in skittles <laughs>
0: <laughs> also i just want to let you know travis coleslaw is not a salad uh it's, it's mayonnaise and wet newspaper <laughs> it's not what my mama said mike how was your week it's fantastic yeah that's it yeah it's like, it's great painting some doors as usual cody how's hawaii
5: uh, it's still good It's still here Hasn't uh, fallen into the ocean yet Wow that's no, amazing
1: No surprise for ten nukes heading in your way
5: uh, We've only had the one And I wasn't here for that But uh, we know what to do uh, The next time it comes around Nothing Take your pants off
0: Oh they're already off Good Well I guess we can roll Right into the episode then Yeah Tom who's... After, after five minutes Of banter That everyone's gonna skip over uh,
1: Tom who's on the Chopman's town Alright
3: do you people like classical music? Yeah, Honestly, I do. Uh,
4: no, I'm not gonna lie. And I'm the only one that's gonna tell the truth. That I'm gonna say no.
3: Good. Well, then I'm gonna lie and say yes. Like I you know love it. Music, Name
4: right? any classical music person that's not Beethoven or Mozart Asterios.
3: Salieri.
4: Salieri. Salieri. Wow.
3: <laughs> Ooh, I like nice. Yeah. Oh
4: I, my, I love Fettuccini Alfredo. <laughs>
3: <So> Al- Salieri's <laughs> a real person, Roger.
4: No, I don't believe
1: yeah. you. I was gonna go with NPR. That's his initials.
5: That's good. You I like Chopin? Chopin's good. Yeah, he's a. Could right. have
4: said Chopin. Chopin's a real one. I would have believed.
3: <laughs> Salieri's a real person. Salieri's right, real. Yeah.
4: Voltaire. So- Voltaire That's a philosopher. is also a real person. Was <laughs> he like a, a scientist or some shit though? Oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Asterius, do you know Salieri from the movie Amadeus?
3: That yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. That's, That's great because it's a movie
0: going. about Mozart. So
3: you were pretty close, but. There's this famous movie where there's this guy who's like, ah, I'm, the second, I'm only the second best guy. And there's Mozart. <laughs> and like, Mozart uh, and like, Salier is like, ah, shit, I can't. I, and Salier sucks. And he's like, ah, I can't uh, top this Mozart guy. Have,
4: have you heard of this? Man, that would be a real sad story if that guy was real.
0: He was, but I'm glad that we're talking about this because we're talking Mozart tonight. Yeah. He's a like deaf guy, right? No, that was Beethoven. Oh, shit. I always got the two oh, confused. One's man. a
1: dog. The other one's a, a, a ruckus t- r- teen. R- r- <laughs> rambunctious teen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. Isn't that how
1: it works? Oh, knucklehead. <laughs> every time. And then one, the dog is trying to go home. He's like with a cat and a dog. And then
0: That's they, not this. Oh, fuck. That's Homeward Bound. It has nothing to do with <laughs> classical music. Dude. In any form. Neoclassical. Baroque. Nothing.
4: Run over, bit of it. Yeah, Are- speaking of dog movies, <laughs> how much would it suck to be the kid that doesn't make the basketball team because Air Bud?
5: Oh. <laughs> oh wow, I've never thought about that.
4: <laughs> like, think about coming home and being like, "Oh Jimmy, did you make the? How was basketball tryouts? Oh, I almost made it, but the golden retriever was <laughs> nailing these three pointers."
3: <laughs> uh, excuse me, I think you mean the golden receiver Oh, excuse was me. With nailing these. Touchdown returns.
4: He plays basketball. That was basketball. Air Bud too. That's not basketball.
3: Golden receiver Yeah, that is, was movie. is Air Bud playing football because he's a wide receiver.
4: Okay, but I was referencing the one where he plays basketball.
3: Okay, that's just Air <laughs> He played a lot of
5: sports,
4: I yeah, he yeah, played
3: volleyball this? at one point.
4: He, oh, damn. He no, didn't bowl, I buddies? know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> then eventually they just ditch the sports and the dogs just do stuff like go to
0: space. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was Air Buddies, wasn't it? That's space Astro Buddies. Buddy. Space
0: <laughs> Buddies, yes, it's Space Buddies. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, let's talk Mozart. We'll get into uh, his, his uh, legacy. So... If uh, our audience, or perhaps Mike, because you're looking at me cross-eyed right now, uh, doesn't know who Mozart is, he's the finest classical era composer to ever walk the face of the planet. Ah. He treated European royalty and music halls to over 600 pieces of music, 23 operas like the Magic Flute and Don Giovanni, as well as 41 symphonies. Dude, I love the Magic Flute. Yeah. That's my favorite.
1: Is that the skin flute?
0: Or is
4: I got a magic flute? F- Oh, damn it. You beat me to it.
3: <laughs> and I was going to say one uh, year in band camp, I put a magic flute up my magic pussy.
4: <laughs> you win this round.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this man lived and died for his music, but uh, he also kind of lived a high life that he deserved, but he never really could afford. And Ooh. his luck does run out at some points in his life. So, we're, we're going to d- cover all that. So right you're
1: now. telling me he should have just bought Miller High Life because it's an
0: affordable, excellent beverage. Delicious. Dude, hey. he was drinking. Are you angling for a sponsorship again? We're getting a sponsorship. I don't know who it's... It might be Smirnoff, but we're getting one. I want to get a Skull sponsorship. Some Chew. What? Just, like, leaving on
1: the table. What is it? The Skull? The Chew? Dipin- oh, you- We'll just make like a big pile of dip and like throw shit in it.
4: Oh, I, you're talking about chewing tobacco. I like said skull. <laughs> like you were going to buy a human skull. Yeah, and some skulls. sponsor you.
0: Yeah, we uh, were sponsored by this medical facility.
4: Was my, Mozart the one that was deaf, or was that the other guy?
0: That was Beethoven.
4: Oh, damn it.
0: <laughs> what was, was Mozart's fucking problem then?
4: He was a he, nerd.
0: Oh, such a nerd. So Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was born in Salzburg, Austria, the Holy Roman Empire of the German nation, on January 27th, 1756, to Anna Maria and Leopold Mozart. He was then baptized as Johannes Christosium Wolfgangus Theophilus Mozart, but we'll never call him that again.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, I thought Wolfgang Amadeus was cool, but his full moniker is just sexual.
0: Sexual, if you like, filing cabinets. Ionius Sakianonius. Stupendous. People who knew him fondly would call him Wolfie. So I'm going to call him that because I know him very fondly. We I feel
4: like he would have really liked this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it is for children. so. <laughs> he was one out of seven children but only one of two who took up playing music as the other siblings took up dying in their infancy.
2: Oh
1: jeez. Oh,
3: <laughs> that,
0: yeah. That that is was one of my favorite hobbies.
5: <laughs> Never good you, at it. You you failed at it miserably. Oh,
3: I tried.
4: Now, did they down. die of actual diseases or did they die of like 17th century bullshit like thinking too hard? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, like gingivitis. Or, you
4: you know, know, like the fevers or the vapors or whatever mm. they died of back then.
0: Yeah, staring into the sun for too long.
4: <laughs> thinking too hard. Yeah. Oh, I say I've been thinking uh, so long. Grab my smelling salts. I saw an ankle. <laughs>
0: So Salzburg at the time was popping with new and exciting church music, as the archbishop was really into his holy melodies and whatnot, and created a, a many royal jobs for musicians. So Leopold, his father, was a first-class royal violinist and music teacher. What do you guys think about Christian
5: rock? It's really rad. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, <I'm... laughs> no me gusta.
0: You mean like Creed? Yeah, like Creed, like P.O.D., you know, all those classics. Yeah, I mean Scott Stapp would go toe toe to toe with Mozart any day. In my absolutely, book. absolutely. So Mozart started dicking around on the clavier at the age of three, and Leopold saw that he had a natural understanding of what notes he would choose. Oh, what's a clavier? It's a yeah. I need to know that. It's an old timey piano. Ah, like a before one? well, yeah, it was like a two octave little thing, very similar to a piano. Actually, pianos were. As we know them, were only invented when Mozart was about 25, 26. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh yeah. wow! So
1: you're talking about one of those little baby pianos, like yeah, with the different colored keys, like dong dong dong
0: dong dong dong. Yeah. Have you ever uh, seen the movie Amelie? It's French. Oh, oh, yes. Well, I that I'm whole not soundtrack, soundtrack is just ding dong ding ding ding, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty much what's going on here.
1: Not that cultured. I don't speak the Madame Poussel language of the romance. <laughs>
5: So shortly you were saying after- blue cheese earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a strange.
4: guy who e- eats blue cheese as a snack. You're more cultured than everyone else on this <laughs> podcast.
0: Shortly after seeing his child perform, he began giving lessons to Wolfie, as he had done earlier with Mozart's sister, Maria Anna, which is like every woman's name in this entire thing, with the exception of his <laughs> She goes by... Nanerol? So have fun with that. Nanerol? What? Yeah. Naner? N A N N E R L.
4: Why? Uh, sounds like a pharmaceutical of... drug. Yeah, it sounds like a somebody with a speech impediment trying to pronounce the word banana.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> my Nanerol.
4: My Nanerol. Give me my The stairs <laughs> <laughs> is giving me a mean looks. <laughs> I can't make that joke. Ju- that one's going in joke jail. <laughs>
0: So he began writing his own compositions within a year of his formal training. Mozart was able to read sheet music before he could read German. Oh, how does that happen? That's weird. German's so easy. Well, notes are just dots, you know. Uh, So, Leopold was Mozart's only teacher in his early years. Not just music, but math and all the other things. You know, gym. Birds and the bees. Yeah, you bring him to dodgeball. You know, whatever. Who cares? (laughs) 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 It sounds like you're really invested in this Mozart biography. (laughs) Oh, I am. I was writing the script and listening to the Regurgitate discography, which is a Swedish grindcore band. It was putting me in space, in a way, because I had... The most disgusting music, and I was researching the most beautiful writer on the face of the planet. And now. I uh, want you to... know what I would have listened to? Mozart! Yeah, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Something about the regurgitate just made me really want to
1: go. It's not heavy enough for you. I mean, you're on the heavy hole. You need to be in that hole and you'd be clawing
0: yourself into Mozart. That's true. Ripping, ripping him right in there. Now, when Wolfie turned six, Leopold moved the family to Vienna to try to push his child star son and daughter duo in front of even more royal and affluent people of the time. But, so this is like dance moms.
4: Oh shit, I was just gonna say that. He's like the first stage mom. Except he's yeah. a stage dad he beats his kid in feet.
5: Get <laughs> <Wait laughs> into to this leotard. You're gonna learn how to play
4: piano! What if he, they do the same thing that they did with those kids on dance moms? Like pump them full of Mountain Dew and pixie oh sticks God. before <laughs> they go on stage. <laughs> so they don't fucking run out of energy and quit in the middle. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, back
0: then, they didn't know anything about health. I'm pretty sure he was feeding Mozart, like... Snuff and.
4: And and lager. Just your your spoonful of asbestos before you go (laughs) on stage. The queen does so love the smell of lead paint. (laughs) Yes, Papa! (laughs) (laughs) Mozart, please remember to snort your drywall.
3: (laughs) We've invented this amazing new drug called drywall. It has no other
2: uses.
0: (laughs) So, uh, right after moving to Vienna, he realizes his kids are a hit, so he starts bringing them on the road. Jackson 5. And people were into it. Word of Narnell and Wolfie had traveled well. (laughs) And many royal families invited them into their homes for one to two week stays, during which they would play parties and, uh, Narnel would play the harpsichord or clavier with Mozart, and as the act continued, Mozart would write pieces, and his father would hire musicians to play them. And the finest musicians at that. Ah. Now, you might think that Leopold might be pulling a Joe Jackson with his kids, you know. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. But, um, in his correspondence with his wife, and later ones with Mozart, apparently he was actually a pretty cool dad. He made All it, right. like, an, an adventure for them. And uh, I don't know. He that sounds like, pretty cool. Then I'm kind of jealous.
5: Yeah, appreciate or, I mean, the cool dad. to School for like fucking 12 years, some shit. Well, well, I'm just saying
1: the kid knows how to read music, but he can't read. Can well, he, he can even speak?
0: No, he can re- he's, he's like.
5: Do <laughs>
0: <Dule Haas laughs> me. No, he was able to read music at like four. He was able to read yeah, German so he, a year later. No, no,
1: he's just speaking in that
0: bebop. He's like scooby da ba 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 doo 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 Yeah, Mozart was known for that. He was good to his kids, and he dropped his whole career to kind of push Mozart and his daughter, Narnell. Overall, he was pretty supportive, and he let the kids be kids. Now, Wolfie was a hit in Vienna, and the Empress loved the child musicians and would host them at her estate every time they returned from their travels.
4: Wait, I'm sorry, the empress? Which country is this?
0: This is in Austria.
4: They had an emperor in Austria? I thought there was like a king. I thought emperor was Japan and China.
0: No, uh, a lot of the Germanic countries had emperors. Well, shit,
4: I unironically learned something on this (laughs) podcast.
0: Yeah. Well, if you listen back to it after you finish your drinking, you'll learn again.
5: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I love that part about our podcast. It's like two episodes in one. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's the same lesson both times.
0: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <Nothing
2: can happen. laughs>
0: when Wolfie contracted rheumatic fever, the Empress had him taken care of by Vienna's best doctors on her dime. After he was feeling better, the family had to move back to Salzburg because Leopold had also become sick, and uh, he didn't really get the same treatment, and he kind of made himself broke, and he had to go pick up the old job as, ah! a, as a violin teacher. Well those so,
1: violin lepers.
0: I love yeah, those yeah. guys.
5: So, what you're telling me is uh, these two kids, in comparison to their
0: siblings, are late bloomers with the diseases. Contracted a lot of diseases over his life. Should have vexed. Do you know how they vaccinated people back then? It was fucking gross. Didn't they
1: blow uh, feces in their face? No, they would like <laughs> they would they would like take someone's open sore and like yeah. stick it with a needle. And then, like, cut the person's arm open and put the pus into their arm.
4: And that fucking worked? Uh,
1: it It, well, it had, like it worked some of the time. <laughs> some of the time, the people would just die. But if uh, they survived, then they were immune to the disease.
0: Wow. That's just gambling. Yeah. yeah it's like a 50-50 shot. It's like quick draw. <laughs> yeah, when Leopold was feeling better and he had some cash on hand, he hit the road again with the kids. Stopping in a city for a week or so to play some nightly concerts and then off to the next city The longest run they did was from November 1763 Oh, excuse me, June 1763 to November 1766 Three years of touring Holy fuck It's a we long did. time By carriage Oops.
5: Oh, oh. Brutal. No tour buses With a, uh, like a large uh,
1: caravan that it was, was like a tour decker. bus? Yeah, like what were you talking about? Does he have a rider when he comes into town?
0: No, nah, it's just like a regular-sized carriage, and you're just looking at each other. You know, while the fucking bumping around. And just, no PlayStation? You're being shook. In a, you're in a snow globe. <laughs> and you're just bopping down the road. And you have to hire a guy to control the horse. Sounds like it sucks.
1: And also massage your the, the blisters you get on your ass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a job back then. So Leopold's <laughs> letters to his wife tell us that Wolfie was a charming kid, but he was a total pain in the dick. He loved pulling pranks and sticking fingers in places they shouldn't be. Oh. Uh, but for some reason, people still liked having him around. You know, he's a little kid. He gets away with shit. Uh, at parties, people would shout keys for him to improvise in, and he would oblige. Wait, what's be like? B. Freestyle. Do you know how you you're B. I'm, I'm not Mozart, dude.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you're supposed to be a musician. What are you talking about? <sighs> Jesus. Give me a G. <clears throat> Give me an A.
4: I'd like to hear an F.
0: I, I think I just got an F. <laughs> I was gonna
1: say, give me a G, give me an A, give me a Y.
0: Oh, okay. Gay. <laughs> uh, they spent their time in Gay Paris, hanging out with Marie mm. Antoinette. She praised little Mozart for his genius. Uh, she would let the little composer come sit on her lap, and they would hang out. And this was big—a big, big to do back then, because you know oh, you're yeah. you're a little poor kid, and you're hanging out with Marie Antoinette. You want to sit on that lap? Yeah. G- Royal laps are a good place feel like
1: uh her head might be in her lap shortly after that you know what oh. I mean? well, see what i'm saying there? it's marie antoinette her Are head's you, gonna come off this is a very oh
3: alert. wait i was <laughs> uh, what well oh, no had well, well, look, we all her. thought you were saying that mozart was gonna go down da- child mozart was <laughs> going down on marie antoinette yeah, okay. instead of letting him eat cake Let him eat my pussy is what (laughs) everyone was thinking.
4: But then why would her head be in her own lap? I don't ask this pervert. Are they both
3: licking her (laughs) pussy? Because that's (laughs) fucked
4: up. Like even.
1: Oh, autocondelingus. I mean, what's what's the point of beheading
0: yourself?
4: Yeah, (laughs) no. What is the point of beheading yourself? Tell me.
0: Yeah. What is the point of beheading yourself? (laughs) Oh. To make it easier around the edges. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Uh, get your own head. When they moved on to England, the royal family was, uh, treated Wolfie and Narno and Leopold like part of the family. They put them up in a luxurious housing with service staff and permission to roam the palace freely. Ooh. With all this treatment, you'd think they'd be making some money. But it turns out that's not really the case. They would get invited, do the concerts, but they would have to provide the musicians. So all the money that they brought in went immediately to the house players. Mm, That's weird weird. Yeah, so touring for three years And coming home empty-handed Jeez, they're a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> well, couldn't they have just
3: trimmed down on the band? Like, you got Mozart.
4: No, dude, because back in those days, have you ever read, like, one of those Russian novels? These people piss away money like it's pee from their dick. Like, have you ever <laughs> read Anna Karenina or something? It's like, they're living in the opulence, and then two chapters later, it's like, we've overdrawn the accounts. We are desolate now. <laughs> and it's like, you can afford to... <laughs> Get rid of some of the 60 staff you have in this. Like, they don't even try. They would rather literally die.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's entirely true. They had to look the part, too. Now, they were broke, but there was no men's warehouse back then. (laughs) (laughs) So they had to go get the fanciest clothing that they couldn't afford.
4: Paul, bring me the carriage. We, We have not a penny to our name. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in London, Wolfie met Johann Christian Bach Son of Johann Sebastian Bach Who was famous oh. composer He was known as London Bach L- London Bach, yeah That's, a, great That's a
5: poor name if I ever heard
0: one So London Bach took Mozart under his wing And got him into writing symphonies When Wolfie was nine, Leopold was approached by a lawyer And a hobby scientist in London named Danes Barrington who believed Mozart was a fraud and just a little person who was lying about his age. <laughs> what? Wait, is that where this story's going? I oh, can know. you
3: please say yes? <laughs>
0: uh, I'll say yes, but I'll be lying. Aww. They thought they were running the Gary Coleman? <laughs> so yeah, he's like, I'm gonna find out if this kid's for real. So he invites the kid over, and the father's there, and he sees the kid just flying on the harpsichord, and like ten minutes later, he's like, Um... All right. Well, his ge- his genius is there, but he still might be a tiny person. A tiny person. But then a cat walked into the room, and Mozart got up and started screaming and yelling at it, and was like, "No, that's a nine-year-old."
4: <laughs> so he had autism, is what I just heard. <laughs> the guys <Yes>. was... <laughs> he uh, should have just given him a copy of Sonic the Hedgehog. I <laughs> would have cleared it up God. immediately.
1: Yeah. Here's some here's some Mountain Dew and a Game Boy. <laughs> <Have fun. laughs> Fix yourself. Yeah,
0: count these trains. (laughs) When Mozart was 10, the kid genius act was kind of getting played out, even though he was only 10. Uh, So they went back to Austria. On the bright side of traveling, Mozart now spoke a bunch of neat languages. On the other hand, he got sick a lot.
4: Europe at the time
0: was a dirty, disgusting place. Kind of like it is now, but even dirtier. Mozart contracted rheumatic fever again on his way home and had to stop in Munich for a month. They continued their journey to Salzburg... Right after that, and what? the next month they departed to Vienna again from Salzburg to play the Archduchess's, Josepha, play her wedding, and on the way there, it got a, uh, got canceled by a nasty case of everyone has smallpox and is dying. Oh <laughs> man, I hate when that happens. They didn't have hand sanitizer back then. Yeah, so Josepha died and uh, the whole wedding party died. Mozart got smallpox, but he lived through it. I hate
1: when I go to Josepha's and she gives me smallpox. Yeah. Fucking bitch.
4: <laughs> Fucking bitch. Nasty bitch.
0: So Leopold was like, hey, son, you can write whatever you want. I'm going to go tell the Archduke of Salzburg that you want to do this, and we'll get some money for it. And the Archduke of Salzburg just laughed him out of the room. He's like, what are you, 10? <laughs> and the Archduke at this time didn't even like music that much, so he didn't see any point in throwing money at shit. Dude, I hate music. Oh, what is that noise? <laughs> it sucks.
4: This is not the screams of my maids. Turn it off. I do not like the strings. Mm.
0: Classy man. Real classy. So Mozart traveled to Italy with his father to get uh, some interest from the Italian nobles. Because that's like the home of opera. Is the Italians. They Yay. like spaghetti and they like opera. Papa John's. Italian brain, you oh, know. Yeah, yeah so like... they were also racists.
4: Living a bopity sad <laughs> cloud of rue. <laughs>
0: Uh, he'd play his little arias, which are pieces of operas, in parties and try to get some interest from the nobles and the influencers. Ah. And uh, eventually they hashtagged him enough where he was able to get his own opera set for nice. December nineteen, uh, 19 seventeen seventy in <laughs> Milan.
1: Back then it wasn't uh hashtag. It was a pound. Octothorps. Yeah. Pound Mozart.
0: <laughs> which is what Salieri
1: <laughs> wanted to
3: do to him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So good uh, one. yeah, he writes this opera. It you goes didn't off even get it. You can't say good one if you didn't get it. He,
4: yeah, the guy wants to fuck him up the ass. It's funny because he's gay. I That's get it, not not serious ju- <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's
4: funny because he wants to fuck a kid. Gay people are pedophiles. I get it, serious? No, I
3: understand the joke. I meant pounding, as in beating him,
0: like Shut pound up. on that.
4: You're in liberal jail now,
0: <laughs> Sriracha. It's not Pride Month anymore. <laughs>
4: That's true, it is illegal to be gay now. <laughs>
0: yeah, totally illegal. <laughs> so he makes his little opera, which is La Finte Simplice, which was received well, but to about 30 people. Mm. They should have offered okay. free meatballs. So, That's their problem. So as he grew older, his taste for the finer things grew, and so did his taste for partying. He had become somewhat of a rock star in his own head. As he grew up, it became less cute to the other people around him, though. He was kind of like Macaulay Culkin, but... Oh, he still wow. had a career, but he was kind of creepy at the same time. Oh jeez! I mean, that's that's like Macaulay Culkin. I just said that.
1: <laughs> no, I mean right now though. But he, he doesn't have a career. Creepy.
0: He has royalties Dude, from Home he's Alone. Just not creepy, like that of guy in
4: your high school that thought he was hot shit because he was really good on like the cross country team or something.
0: <laughs> 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 now strung out on heroin. Let's see, so he took his party with him from. Uh, he took his party with him back to Salzburg from Milan. This was actually the last time he would be traveling with his father. But it was a good time to return to Salzburg because the Archduke, who didn't like music, died. And the new guy, he was all about music. So he immediately commissioned Mozart for an opera, and the world seemed fantastic. What was his opera about? I don't know, something simple. You know, a guy trying to find a horse. It's usually (laughs) what they were. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I've
1: been
5: traveling through the great fields looking for the horse. Looking for that Italian
0: stallion. Oh, like operas have like a story to them? Kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, dude. They're, 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 yeah, there's yeah, a bunch of music. It's not just
4: screaming into the <laughs> sky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> An opera is a play, but they sing everything. Ah. It's pretty dumb. Oh, like Broadway. Yeah, but they don't sing everything in Broadway. Yeah. They talk, you know, they they talk about dumb shit.
3: It's like cats, but cooler. Ah. Or, like that squeeze song, Cool for Cats. Exactly. Which would make a great opera. It's about a bunch of uncool cats who have to learn to become cool for cats. So, what do they do? They say goodbye, girl, to their owner. And then they go up the junction. That's right.
4: Oh, wait, these are domesticated cats?
5: So they flee and head north is what you're telling me.
3: That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> and then, wait, what's- what's sort of cat army? About? And then, of course, they find that being as cool as cats is as difficult as pulling muscles from a shell.
1: Ah!
5: Man. <laughs> it's very hard when you don't have opposable is, thumbs and only dew claws.
4: I'm sure I'll get that one when I'm opening the fridge later tonight. <laughs>
0: Is that song Eddie Money?
3: No, it's... What? what? Squeeze? That's sque- Those were all squeeze anyway. <laughs> I thought you were taking... I don't know.
0: All right. So most of the information we have about Mozart comes from letters he sent to his sister and his mother from on the road. Nice. Uh, most of the time he spent in Salzburg, he didn't write anyone. So whenever he was there, we didn't know what he was doing. Bangin'. But his letters are great. He's a wonderful <laughs> author. I'd actually like to read a letter... That he wrote to his cousin.
3: Ooh. Uh oh.
0: We, by the love of my skin, I'll shit on your nose so it runs down your chin. Well, I wish you good night, but first, shit in your bed and make it burst. Sleep soundly, my love. Into your mouth, your ass I'll shove. So romantic.
4: What? <laughs>
1: Is he trying to bang a cousin right now?
0: Yeah, I'll he does bang poop. a cousin. He bangs Wait. a cousin. Oh. Uh.
4: Wait, so he was 16 or, what, 10 at this point, and he's <laughs> already in the scat porn?
0: Uh, yeah, he's six, He's about sixteen at this point, and he oh. loves he loves shit more than anything. Dude, <laughs> that's <laughs> so German. bad. You're going at an stuff. angle oh. that is
4: not sustainable. <laughs> like at sixteen, you're supposed to still be jerking off to girls' elbows and shit. <laughs> that's not at that speed. You're gonna be mexican sugar dancing by the time you're 20. <laughs> you
5: gotta work Wait, on so the he, he has a Concrete
4: fascination with by the time you're 18 nothing will satisfy this kid. Cause he fucking died when he was like 25 or so
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he loved shit more than anything and he loved anal and he loved asses. imagine the smell of those fingers you know. yeah Point i actually i do shit. Ugh. he actually wrote a canon which was entitled Lick Mir Den Arsch Fein Ricks Schon Sober.
4: I don't think you even need to translate wow. that
0: yeah. one. Yeah. You, S- Sriracha, you want to translate it for me?
4: Um, lick my asshole. Am I close?
0: Very close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's lick my arse right well and clean.
4: Okay, yeah, Oh, nice. wait.
1: So, wait, hold on. Tom, you also did another musician that likes to lick... Let have his butthole licked. Yeah, that, that was,
0: was Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry loved that. Oh, why do musicians
1: like to get their butthole licked so much? And then when it's dirty, no less. You gotta clean it. If you're gonna get your butthole licked, give
0: it a little clean. No. Give it a wipe. Some people are dirty. douche. Yeah. Mozart wanted someone to use their tongue to lick his asshole clean. No, and again, I get that. I'm just saying,
1: at least give it a little wipe. Not the, the, yeah, clean proper, it out, right, Travis? You know? Nah, dude, this is the diarrhea symphonies. <laughs> That smallpox stank. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, right.
4: In an era where they don't have where their vaccines are just popping pimples into one <laughs> another's mouths, people need to be way more careful with what yeah. fluids they're ingesting.
1: Th- this isn't this isn't 2019. There's no like such thing as sanitary ass licking. You know what <laughs> I mean?
4: Mozart walked so we could eat ass in 2019 <laughs> <laughs> safely.
0: So Mozart wanted to tour again because he wanted to make money. <laughs> he wants to find that patron. Ah, that's important. His father had to stay home or else his salary would be cut off by the Archduke. So he hit the road in 1777 with his mom in tow. The overhead was tremendous because they had to keep buying clothing and paying the carriage guy and paying all the musicians. Once again, not making any money. Uh, When they arrived in Munich, some of Mozart's friends tried to get him some work, but nobody gave a shit about Mozart at the time. (laughs) It was, they uh, took shits from Mozart. Yeah, because he was... he was uh, Probably smelled like shit. I mean, everyone smelled like shit back then. <laughs> he was Corey Feldman. He was, you know, he thought he was hot shit just a few years ago. He goes through puberty and no one gives, like, a single about him. Yeah. Even though he is one of the best composers of all time. Um, Corey you, Feldman? You look, you look like a child. <laughs> so you suck. Uh, the rejection didn't really affect his ego much because Mozart knew he was the best.
1: Was he using in to, like, make himself look extra cool? Oh, he was pale as hell. Oh, yeah. So he was using the sun
0: in. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Here's a, a quote from one of his correspondents talking about how he was pitching some of his service to a count and it didn't go too well. So during the three days I was at the counts, I played great of many things extempore, which is uh, improvised. You cannot imagine the delight this gives. He understands, must. For he was constantly shouting bravo, while other gentlemen were taking a pinch of snuff, humming and hoeing and clearing their throats, or holding forth. I said to him, How I do wish the elector were only here. He might hear me play. He knows nothing of me. He does not know what I can do. How sad is it that these gentlemen should believe what anyone else thinks of them, and do not choose to judge for themselves. Let him put me to the test. May him assemble as many composers in Munich and send some from Italy, France, England, Germany, and Spain, and I will undertake to compete against them all.
1: So I'm just picturing him delivering this speech while doing a goatsey.
0: Well, so yeah, he de- he, his finger is definitely Jesus in goodness. an asshole. Oh, yeah. I don't know whose asshole, but when he's writing this, it's just, I, uh, the he, letters might have even been wrote in shit.
1: Yeah, he's trying to pink <laughs> sock himself the entire time. Oh, God damn.
4: Steers, <laughs> do you know what a pink sock is? No. It's uh, a... <laughs> It's a zoomer term for anal prolapse. It's when your asshole comes out your asshole. So it looks like a balled up pink sock. (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys doing down there? Dude, this is an old term. Like, I even know what that means. (laughs) I'm shitting
3: constantly. My diet is not great. I'm shitting constantly. At no point has the thing just broken down and fallen out. <laughs> like the carburetor of a 75 Gremlin. Well, yeah, that's there's usually
5: horseplay involved before it comes out. Exactly. By horseplay, do you mean playing
3: <laughs> with a horse's penis in your butthole?
5: Yeah. It's not exclusive to that, but yeah.
4: Yeah, that's because you're using your anus the correct way. <laughs> <laughs> what causes prolapse is sticking things in, is stereo, not shooting them out. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Need something bigger than a sharpie.
4: Two sharpies. <laughs> uh,
0: w- while continuing this mother-son <laughs> tour in Europe, they stopped <gasps> in Augsburg, Leopold's hometown, to visit some family. This is where he certainly had sex with his cousin. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah so, but why God. can we say certainly? Because there's lots of correspondence. That oh. that letter that I read before that was to this cousin, uh, also named Maria Anna. So
1: just to fill you guys in over there, we have a lot of cousin fucking in
5: our shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it, you look it, back it seemed in history, like it was acceptable until like 1960s or something. Yeah, when you look
1: back in history, I mean cousin fucking. Is this first cousin
5: or second cousin?
1: Yeah. First. I was I was gonna say on our show cousin fucking is actually tame. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't know, we've been talking a lot about prolapsed anuses.
0: (laughs) That's the exciting part. Yeah. 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 We're over this cousin shit already. So the other woman in Wolfie's life at this point was Aloisio Weber, a student of Mozart who lived in Munich. They corresponded for a couple years, but on his last trip to Munich, she broke his heart terribly by marrying Josef Langer, the very man who would paint the best-known picture of Mozart. Mozart. Is it him giving the finger?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Was it him pooping into his wife's mouth?
3: (laughs) Also,
1: was he longer than Mozart? Probably Uh, not. uh, Langer, I see. Is that, the, like, the one big famous picture of him? Because he looks so pissed off in it. He has oh, lots of them, wow.
0: but this is the best done, most accurate okay. one. Okay, all right.
1: Yeah, because it's the one I'm thinking of. He just, he's, like, giving that, like, fucking hate stare.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he has one from when he's, like, 11, where he looks like um, one of those alcoholic munchkins <laughs> from Wizard of Oz. Anyway, Mozart... Moseyed along, and he definitely mm. dodged a bullet on that one because Aloisa's mother was a manipulative, heartless bitch. But he didn't bu- so? dodge that bullet long because he ended up marrying Aloisa's sister, Constanza. Oh, what a player! Mm. So uh, yeah, he almost dodged it. His future mother-in-law made him sign a document making that would make him responsible to pay huge amounts of money if he, they didn't get married within three years. I don't know why Ow. he agreed to sign this. That's some weird prenup shit. Yeah. Mozart, he liked Constanza, his, his new wife, um, but at one point they did break up because Constanza let another man measure her calf <laughs> at a billiards party.
4: Jesus Ooh, Christ. What the fuck? How dare you! Yeah, measure a cow? To...
0: What's up? They measured a cow or some shit? No, jealous. a
5: calf. <laughs> oh, come on, Mike.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a calf.
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, exactly. calf. oh my God. God
1: damn it. <laughs> also, I just heard Costanza the entire time. Yeah,
0: I was thinking Georgina Costanza. Well, just imagine that his wife, Costanza, is George Costanza with tits. <laughs> I don't like it. Measure my calf. Jerry, measure my calf. <laughs> uh, Mozart wrote home to his father about his new wife, who Leopold disapproved of because he knew the family and knew that the mother-in-law was going to be a total bitch and that she was basically a gypsy. And, uh, Mozart was saying, no, no, she's cool. She's like, I like her, and she's average in every way, and she'll be really good at doing chores around the house. <laughs> so that's <laughs> perfect. He also wrote dirty letters to her whenever they, uh, whenever he was traveling. A lot of them were the shit talk.
1: Oh, come on, read me another one,
0: please. Oh, yeah, remember, read another baby. one. Oh. I was so aroused. I'll, I'll pull another one up Smell later. my fingers, baby. Oh. <laughs> But then he would also talk a lot about his little man and how he had to slap the shit out of it if the little man thought of her. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> he
1: called it his little man? His little so man. So
0: there
3: was a midget! <laughs> I knew it! Half oh man, half goodness. midget.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, say hello to my little friend. He's a, he's a nice boy. Slap him, slap him, dash him across the wake face! Wake him up, wake him up.
5: <laughs> You're not God, you're not my boss,
0: and you're not my father. (laughs) Mozart is uh, doing shitty with his finances again. So he sucks it up in uh, 1779 and goes back to Salzburg to get a normal job teaching and writing stupid church music for the archbishop that he absolutely hated. And it worked out because the archbishop hated him too.
1: Wait, this is 1779.
0: Yeah, so he knows
1: freedom. He knows freedom. And freedom, <laughs> freedom has existed in, I on see the what planet. You did there. Why mm-hmm. is
4: Mozart's entire family allergic to money? Like, I don't feel like anybody has made any money in this <laughs> entire story.
0: No, they all hate money. And uh, one thing I did forget to write down, but it's worth mentioning now, is that the scat humor. And the scat obsession ran through the entire family. Oh, so that was poopy. Oh, god. So letters between Leopold and his wife Maria Anna were pretty much about shitting logs and you know whatever. Dude, and,
1: and <laughs> I, I, you know, I made, a, I made a stupid jab at like, oh, it's German stuff. Yeah. But when we talked about uh, Martin Luther, he was all about talking about shitting in people's mouth too. Oh, wow. Yeah. It is right. a German thing. Like I don't know. What the, fucking fuck weird. Like a, what the fuck was
4: this like a? What the fuck was this? Was this a, that Catholic thing that like Mormon people are sometimes? Well, we can't have sex, we could do it in the butt. So is this like I guess some kind like- of the worst loophole in the entire world or what? Is this yeah, some I mean-
0: kind of prolapsed loophole? <laughs> 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 I, I I would guess it's like. Even one step further, where the Mormons, they do a lot of anal sex, but these people wanted no sex, so they would just poop into each other's hands and shake. Yeah, it's a Protestant hello. (laughs) 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 So his gig under the Archbishop only lasted a few months before they had a blowout argument, which resulted in Mozart storming out and endangering his dad's own livelihood, which uh, mm. Leopold had to beg for his job after this whole thing. He decided to go 100% freelance, and uh, oh, wow. he felt mm. it was the prime of his mm-hmm. life. Now, I don't know about you, but I have tried to go 100% freelance, and I am dying now.
4: Yeah, fucking die, Mozart.
0: Dude, I'm thinking about going permalance, bro. Don't do it,
1: Mozart. <laughs> don't do it. You're not gonna get stop any. pennies. No pennies, bro.
4: You're not gonna have health insurance, bro. <laughs>
0: Um, so, this is Mozart in the prime of his life, or as he depicted it, and one of the opera stars that he worked with, a gentleman by the name of Michael Kelly, described Mozart in the prime of his life. Mm. He was a remarkably small man, very thin <laughs> and pale, a profusion of hair which was rather vain. Though born to beautiful parents, Mozart himself possessed beauty only as a child. In his later years, he retained nothing of it, as his early looks had dissipated and he had nothing but a pleasing expression his features were marked and had strong personality the outward man of this composer presented no index of genius his eyes were rather large and prominent and more of a languid than a brilliant and animated characters her eye his eyebrows were arched and his eyelashes long and handsome the head was apparently too large for the body but the body itself and the hands and the feet were formed in exact proportion Which was rather vain. And he smelled like shit, too.
5: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Poop.
1: Yo, so he's got, like, a big head. (laughs) Stinky. Yeah, Mozart has (laughs) a
2: giant (laughs) head.
5: No problem.
4: (laughs) And he's like, I want to eat your poop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With my big head.
5: This guy is a a monster.
0: He makes good music, though. He's kind of like Smeagol. (laughs) Oh, wow. Did did he not have handsome lashes? He was pretty (laughs) cute, Smeagol. Yeah, I mean, I think Mozart had more teeth. <laughs> Do you think he had his uh, his brows uh, or his, uh,
1: his brows like uh, waxed or threaded? Threaded is the fad yeah, now, right? I don't know. Threaded with poop. I mean, there's a. It seems like people are looking at his eyes a lot, and his also his eyes. Well, his head's so big; it's the only thing you can see. Yeah.
4: I like how the canon in this podcast now is that he's just constantly covered in or seeking poop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> It's it's true. It's entirely true. Uh, did he invent the brown note? What's the brown note? <laughs> I think Beethoven did out of desperation trying to hear in his later years. I just want to shit and hear something. I want to find a note that will mean something to me. <laughs> he was also German, right? Yeah. So he likes shit. They love shit. So lengthy little Mozart starts freelancing, and he was able to get an opera commission right off the bat, which was probably a bad thing in hindsight, because... It just gave him a false confidence. Mm. Mm. Uh, he became friendly with Emperor Yosef, who enjoyed his time at royal parties. This is the Emperor Yosef depicted in the Amadeus film, who says um, "Who says about the opera die Antwerg aus dem Seril, too fine for our ears and too many notes. Hmm. You, you remember that line, Asterios? So, that was entirely true. <laughs> um, also... This- Tom Hulse, the guy who plays Amadeus, is actually pretty, yeah. pretty damn close to what his personality was like. The rest of that movie was pretty much made up. Aw. Uh, Did they put like a filter on to make his head bigger in the movie?
1: I saw it but a long time ago. The dude
0: has a big head.
1: okay. it has got he's, a huge head. So I want make sure that he was covered in shit and had a big head. Consistency, historical accuracy right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Would you guys like me if I was covered in shit? No. No. Huh.
2: Oh damn!
0: You know, we're... <laughs> Mike. Mike was asking if we would like him if he was covered in shit.
5: <laughs> yeah, you're assuming we like you as you are now, Mike. I'm sorry. Would I like <laughs> you?
4: You'd probably really good shit? at
0: music, though. Have that musical touch. Yeah. Here's something that's a little bit of a tangent about the film, though. So Jeffrey Jones, the gentleman who played Emperor Yosef in Amadeus, uh, the and he's also the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and the dad in Beetlejuice is a registered sex offender who had child porn on his computer. This is not an accusation. This is a pleaded no contest. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay.
5: uh, right? Uh, yeah, wow. I will take it, put it in my pocket, and save it for later. That, that is, is a fun yeah, fact. It's like a German thing with the shit, an acting thing. Hollywood just plays with you, man. Do you think Johnny Depp just has a better computer? <laughs> It's <laughs> hiding more things. I don't know what he made. He had a
4: uh, he had, the tour browser was invented. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um in 1786 to
0: 1789 he wrote some of his best well-known pieces in Italy and in Vienna such as The Marriage of Figaro and Don Giovanni. Oh, Figaro. When he made Don Giovanni, he teamed up with Lorenzo De Ponte, who was a well-known poet who had been kicked out of Venice entirely for having sex with too many married women. Wow, <laughs> and that's hard to get kicked out of Venice for that. You gotta put you on a
5: boat.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the plot of the movie The Ladies' Man. <laughs> yeah. Remember, well, Will Ferrell organizes that army of cocks. <laughs> wow.
0: So, am I the only one here that that's seen <laughs> any movies?
4: You're the only one that's got culture.
0: I've Apparently o- so. I've only watched Amadeus twice. That's it. I've watched The Mummy. <laughs> I've seen that one. Yeah, I've seen that one, too. So, we got DuPont, who's having sex with all those ladies. And um, this was the first actual tie to ah. the aforementioned Antonio Salieri. was depicted as Wolfie's enemy in Amadeus, but in reality, ah. they were good friends. Really? So he yeah. lied to us. Mm-hmm. He was a cool. supportive composer who did happen to get a few jobs at... Mozart was trying to get, but he didn't hold it against Salieri. Were they both into the poop stuff? Probably. <laughs> well,
1: this is Salieri. I don't know. I mean, what did the Italians do at the time? Just smother themselves
0: in olive oil? Well, like they would... one of those get a kiddie pool?
4: <laughs> yeah, can you read it us up, Italian shove letter? the salamis up their ass. <laughs>
0: yeah, salami. Yeah, they salami. would make aged poop. They would shit into pig intestine and hang it up oh, in gabagool. a
5: closet.
0: Yeah, it's totally different. So even though... Italian operas were all anyone cared about at the time. Mozart and Haydn, who was a few years Mozart Sr., had actually brought the German opera to the forefront. So, if that means anything to you, congratulations. But, uh, Germans didn't, didn't really have I'm much just stake imagining in the a lot opera of yelling, yelling until Mozart. Aggressive, aggressive yelling. That's what an opera is. Pretty much. So while Constanza was home breastfeeding one of the six children... George Constanza. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Breastfeeding (laughs) the children.
0: Uh, Kramer was... Only two of which of those kids lived. Wolfie was out playing private concerts for money. And after the concerts, Mozart would usually continue partying. He would play billiards and drink gin and wine or whatever... Travis, what was the popular drink at this time? Uh so like in the late seventeen
1: hundreds, uh, that was gin mill time, man. So gin. I don't gin know milk. I don't know on the continent, but in, in England they were drinking gin. Ugh. Wow.
0: Straight.
5: Straight He's a, he a little party
0: boy. Yeah. So he would be drinking his gin or, or brandy or brandies and hanging out with ladies with giant tits and feathered wigs. You know, <laughs> The good ones, I guess. Wait, the where the Only the best of prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Come here, baby. Smell my fingers. They're cool, but they're extremely disappointing. I, I prefer a natural woman because I like to not be lied to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. So where is he living right? He's living in Italy? So he's kind of bouncing around right now. Okay. He's, on, he's on his own. He's in Milan doing a couple operas, but he's still located in Vienna. Okay. So most of his time is in Vienna. He's trying to make it there because that's the home country. Mm -hmm. Salzburg is a bunch of bumpkins to him. Mm -hmm. So he wants to be in the city cafe. Yeah, where they have
1: excellent potted meat products.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what really kept Mozart floating at this time was his involvement in the Freemasons. Oh, he's Ah, amazing. Illuminati
2: confirmed.
0: Ah. So Mozart was a Freemason. And the other members were the ones who were making sure he got work, hiring... Him for parties, having him write private pieces for them, symphonies, whatnot. Yeah. They were the they were the reason that Mozart was able to eat.
1: But at what cost though? I mean, we're talking the Masons, we've talked about them a lot. No, we've never talked about them. Yeah, we have. When? Uh Ben Franklin, we've, Mason. Oh, uh, so one other time. And then also fucking we talked about the person who started what? the Illuminati, he was a Mason. Oh wow, yeah. What?
0: Jacob Frank. Oh, I forgot about that dick.
1: <laughs> Remember they all just blow each other for money. <laughs> that's what
4: happens. That that's really why, how that works. No. That's oh,
1: why they God. have the apron. It's easy access. Let me give you a little. I, I, now a I remember. Little, you, know, you know, Talk about.
2: This. Yeah,
1: well, masons wear these aprons and then they they lift them up. I mean, well, none of their ceremonies have been documented. So oh, I delivered pizza to I
4: always think they were party. like people and in and cloaks. No
1: they are people in cloaks. Yeah,
3: <laughs> they're the masons.
1: Yeah, and they give their you know they give a little <clears throat> on the head. That's like the way they meet.
3: Is that it?
4: Gotcha.
1: Yeah. I he, know the secrets. I thought they tickled
0: their palms. <laughs> on yeah. The palm, on the, the and they grumble? say,
4: woggity woggity wogg.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he has this involvement with the Freemasons who are taking care of him, but this never, this kind of keeps him out of debt, but not rich or even really floating. He's in a lot of debt already because he's been borrowing to get his fancy outfits and get the musicians and stuff that he needs. So Mozart, pretty much from his mid twenties on, was basically like wow. a uh, well college student today, <laughs> just heaps of debt.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, and also if you're in the Masons, like you, you want to do favors for your fellow brothers, but like you don't want to give them too much money because then the blows stops. You know what I mean? Like you gotta got them keep coming back for more. You gotta put them in their place, is what you're saying. No, you just gotta feed him a little bit. Be like, Papa needs a... Can't give him too much. You know, I know I need some more money. Papa needs
0: another blowjob. I'll lift up that apron. Wait, Can you breathe into the mic again? All right. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) So his reputation as a debtor had reached his father in Salzburg. And Leopold's like, (laughs) hell nah. So he goes over to Vienna to visit his son. He stays for a couple weeks and attends Mozart's concert and stays out with him to all hours of the night. Mozart was able to convince his father that all of his debts were paid off and that he shouldn't worry about him and that everyone in Vienna loved him and his penis and his shit. So his lifestyle, his lifestyle was cool to Dad, but it was also hard on Dad. because oh. dad would like party with him till two, three in the morning and oh. then they would oh. they would dare to wake up after nine. Oh Oh jeez. Oh. good heavens. Yeah. So he goes back to Salzburg and he gets
1: real sick. Wait, hold on. Let me just rewind for a second. Partying with your dad like that though. It's kinda weird. Kinda weird. Is it? Would you party with your dad like that? Well, Doing I mean you and your snuffs? Well talking about pooping in people's mouths? Yeah, counting his fingers. I probably
4: wouldn't. <sighs> yeah, right? My dad bought a dab rig recently and invited yeah. me to go smoke weed with him and I was like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's twenty nineteen. <2019.
4: laughs> yeah, but nah <laughs> not, and now we're quite we're not quite to the talking about our poop and pee fetish yet like <laughs> <laughs> Wolfie was, I guess.
3: That, uh, Wait. Yeah. Have you, have you ever done a dab in your life, Sriracha?
4: Uh, On an apparatus, I think, one time when I was in college because I dated this real fucking weirdo that was like into weed, you know, into weed. No, no, I get it. What's
3: his name? Wolfgang? What's his name? Wolfgang? (gasps) They asked, what's his name? Wolfgang.
4: No, his name was Tom.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, dude.
4: (laughs) Tom, I hope you're doing okay. He dropped out after our first year of college, I think.
0: Well, if there's any Tom listeners, let us know.
1: Yeah, Tom, he's probably just like, yo, I'm going out west. I'm going to make it big in that weed industry, man. I'm totally into weed. You know what I mean? Like, that's my credential. Totally into weed. Was that too
4: into going to class?
1: (laughs) Dude, you, like, totally don't need a business major if you're majoring in weed. You just need the weed, bro. He
4: was a business major, too.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Now, in 1787, Leopold gets sick, and just as this is happening, Mozart's deaths kind of catch up with him, so he has to move his family into cheaper living arrangements just outside of Vienna's city center. So Leopold ended up dying, believing his son, Wolfgang Amadeus uh. Mozart, was a complete failure. <laughs> now, uh, sounds like a boomer to me.
4: Yeah. I mean, immediately reject it. <laughs> Fucking off because you don't understand your kid's art career yet. Damn
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you tried to give him the career. It's not yeah, like... Yeah,
4: you know what? Even he, more boomer. Yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. right? Like, I'll show you how to do it, and how then when you can't, down. you're fucked.
4: And then he fucks off and dies. Yeah. And then has no money because he spent it all on stupid bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a boomer. All right.
0: Yeah, I, I just think it's funny yeah. that his dad. I mean, this is fucking Mozart. That's like the first classical name off people's tongues. You Irving. ask him, name me a classical artist. Beethoven. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's a failure now, according Dude, to his dad.
1: I mean, I mean, wasn't Stevie Ray Vaughan a failure to his dad and uh, Jim Hendrix? I don't know. And who are the other guys? Yeah. John Paul Jones. Are you just naming people who happen to play rock and roll music? Yeah, well they're all failures to their parents. Vincent yeah. Van Gogh, failure. Yeah. Yeah. Who's another guy? You're right. Hitler. Failure. Failure. He didn't even know who his dad was. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Failure.
0: failure. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. So now alright, yeah, Steve Buscemi. Legend. Real he's fine. I'm pretty <laughs> sure his parents love him. <laughs> They might not weigh the like the way he looks, but that's on them. Dude, his eyes are weird. That's cool. So Mozart begins to fall into a deep depression, creating some of the finest pieces of work, but uh, in a way of dealing with it. In 1788, Mozart had grown up a bit, and his uh, oh. talking about shit all the time behavior had kind of disappeared. And, what? And uh, the Freemasons really straightened him out.
1: No, once you start talking about shit like that, you always talk about shit like that.
4: What? No, it's because he was doing such disgusting things with the Freemasons since he didn't feel the need to write it down.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah, exactly, no, he sits alone, and he thinks if he writes it down, God will remember.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, Wolfie, you've made it. Did you bring the mayonnaise? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all brothers. Yeah,
0: they are. And that's... That's that It's also weird. That's, yeah. yeah, it's also weird. Yeah. So even though he was all straightened out, his finances were still terrible. Uh, he moved his family again into cheaper housing. He still had a lot of overhead because he had to present himself in this high-class mm. clothing to get potential patrons. Emperor Yosef had died at this point, oh, man. and the preceding fellow didn't like Mozart at all. Salieri even quit the royal opera and told the existing emperor that he thought uh, Mozart would be the best person to replace him. And the emperor didn't like him, so he just skipped over
1: So wait, when we're talking high-class clothing, what are they wearing here? They have wigs on? It's Carhartt's. It's It's all Carhartt's. Ed Hardy.
0: Rocking that away luggage. Yes. He had received an offer from a sponsor to travel to London to write two operas, but he was so broke at this point, and he was in so much debt that he couldn't borrow money to even travel there.
3: F. Uh, which yeah. is one of the keys people would scream out at parties for him to improvise in. F! <laughs> now,
2: in July
0: 1791, Count Franz von Walzack had paid Mozart to compose a uh-huh, requiem okay. to honor his dead-ass wife. Oh, v- Franz von Balsack Love him. Great guy. This was just after the, the premiere of The Magic Flute, mm. which was Mozart's last opera. It was the first opera to actually win over the tough Vienna crowd. See, most of his successful ones ah. took place in Prague, or Milan, or Bologna. Uh, Bologna? Bologna. Bologna. Where's that? Italy. Ah. It's in the country it's of... It's Bologna. It's Got in the it. country Bologna. of Oscar Meyer. Ah. <laughs> so, Mozart agreed to write this Requiem, believing that it was actually God telling him that it was his own Requiem. What? Yeah. yeah. So, that scene in, um... Amadeus is kind of correct, except it's not Salieri in the mask; it's another guy. Just
3: blanket statement to your listeners: like, anytime you think God's telling you something, do the opposite. <laughs> That's good advice.
1: It is true. We do we do come across a lot of people on our show that are like, God told me to do this. Like, uh, our one of our soon to come <laughs> episode. Wait, when are we putting out? Sorry. What yeah, are we putting so. out, Mother Teresa? Before,
0: after this one? Yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: People okay. can know. Yeah, well, we're we're putting out Mother Teresa, and she's like, God is like, go to the streets and get rid of all your shit, and like, go deal with these lepers. Go throw Tyler. <laughs> just at these Yeah, people. Throw Yeah, you
5: just stay at home. And, it's like, don't listen like,
1: to God. He's stupid. Like his mind stopped. His mind stopped in the fucking 2000 BC. You know what I mean?
0: Excellent question, I don't know, man. Yeah, Who is God? I like that? He's thinking. That's a great question. Mozart fell ill in November of 1791 and was bedridden for two weeks, and had to get a an assistant Mm -hmm. to transcribe his work that he had yet to complete. People would come through and take care of him, and he would just he kind of knew he was dying right there, and he would just tell people that he uh, tasted death. Very emo. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty morose. Those death tastes...
4: Grandpa, like calm down. <laughs>
0: That's just chapstick, Dad. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> oh, ask me a question.
4: Uh, when
0: did this poop liquor die? Thank you for asking me. So Mozart dies in December <laughs> of
1: 1791.
0: 91. Oh, jeez. He's died of basically what is a miliary fever which was huh. probably just his fourth bout with rheumatic fever that was misdiagnosed.
1: What what is millie millier, what did you say? Well, no fever. one gets
0: diagnosed with it anymore because it's not a real thing. Uh. It's just one of those medical terms that they used back in the day to describe oh. symptoms that they they didn't know what it was. Right. You know, he's
1: was, been he's been sneezing for a week. Treason, Must yeah. be millier's treason.
4: Yeah, like the the fevers or <laughs>
3: <laughs> the vapors.
2: <laughs>
1: you okay, know,
4: she has the vapors.
3: Exactly. So i so just saying this as she's ooh. holding a vape pen in her hand, by the way. <laughs> a literal vapist
0: <laughs> making fun of people cat- catching the vapors. a
4: vapist.
0: <laughs> so like I said, there's the unfounded theory that Salieri poisoned him. Not true. Mm-hmm. Salieri was one of the few people to be at his funeral. Um, in Amadeus, they show oh, Mozart's yeah. body being thrown into a mass grave, which is a total spoiler and I don't care. It's an old movie. Get on it. Uh, that's also untrue. He had what was called an, a common grave, which was a normal grave with a modest headstone at the time. He's obviously com- he's being compared to nobles and stuff who used to have mausoleums built for them. Right. He's just in a normal grave. Uh, the myth that we don't know where his body is buried comes from cons- uh Constanza, or George Constanza with tits, uh, <laughs> oh. not being able to find his grave when she went to go visit. Now, back then, the the Undertakers were the only people who went into the graveyard when they were burying the body.
1: It stinky body! I'm gonna go in there.
0: So they threw him in the ground and she just couldn't find it because they don't invite you out because there's all kinds of diseases. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that wasn't true. So thanks, Milos Forman. And here's a little post-mortem. After, um, Mozart's appreciation had finally cut up to him in 1801 Oops. a great digger supposedly digs up mozart's skull and that's now being kept in the mozart foundation museum in salzburg oh i kind of want to see that yeah well they, they got oh, that's it hiding not an exhibit you, you have to go into a vault wait so, oh secret password maybe so he
1: was one of those dudes that just like wasn't cool when he was alive but then like after he died like
0: Dude, this guy was actually the shit. It wasn't so bad. His music's not that bad. I, don't, I mean his music was great, but he just uh, he was bad at making money. Mm. Yeah. It smelled like shit too, right? Seems
4: like it ran in the family. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, at least Leopold like held a normal job for the most part. Yeah, you know, you he be... spent a lot of money and did get broke, but he was like, "Oh, I'm broke now. Let yeah, me go." Yeah, look I was going to an say, answer, you know. You like know... like every other person on the planet.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's There's some people that can separate their fursona between, you know, their real life and their job, right? It's kind of the
0: same thing with shit fetish. You just said fursona? Yeah. You know, being a furry isn't a job.
1: Right, no, I'm saying, but being into shiza porn is not a job either, but if you bring it to work (laughs) and you're like, dude, check this out, like in the middle of a
0: meeting, like
1: she's eating an ice cream cone of garbage shit.
0: Yeah, imagine having Mozart come over and you oh, hire him no. for a private party, and he sits down on your harpsichord. And when it's all done, it's, <laughs> no, 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 the key's all cord.
3: <laughs> Sit on someone else's harpsichord.
4: <laughs> Bring me my smelling salts, a boy has touched me.
1: <laughs> I think it's just that after he died, he, I mean, he's in the ground, you can't smell him anymore. Everyone's like, oh, your music's great, but smell, kind of stink."
0: Yeah, well, no one, a lot of musicians mm-hmm. just didn't want to work with him, because he was kind of hard-ass you know he believed they didn't have enough feeling skin poop on all their instruments no yeah. just like a hold the bow like this <laughs> nice <laughs> all right so that's mozart hell yeah any uh postmortem thoughts from you people um
3: well i now like mozart less so <laughs> congratulations you've you found a way to make He's one of the only class of music people I can name, and now I hate... It. Now I guess all I slept is Beethoven. Was Beethoven a huge asshole, too? It's
4: weird that incest <laughs> was that. not what we latched onto <laughs> when it came to sex life oddities. <laughs> yeah. Just everybody did it, bangs their cousin, or... Dude, yeah, I mean,
0: it's all historical figures, and for some reason, everyone's having sex with their cousin or their sister. Yeah, the last the last week, it was somebody banging their niece,
1: you know I mean? So fuck. So Fuck. <laughs>
3: So, <laughs> fuck. So, so fuck. So fuck.
0: I guess that's the um, the subtitle of this episode, Mozart. So, so fuck. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just think he was just a stinky little boy, misunderstood, like party hard, yeah. did cake stands oh, poopy
0: fingers. Yeah. No, don't remove I the mean, poop. I mean, if you remove the poop, <laughs> you can't get past <laughs> that.
5: Though.
0: I'm just it's kidding. Your music, but you smell like shit, you know? Yeah, but like if Mozart. Had been able to, let's say, send people MP3s. Okay. Yeah. Now I don't know how bad the artists I listen to smell. You understand, like Avicii or something. So you see him live, you're like, "Oh, this dude smells like shit." (sighs) That's true. Live is always a disappointment.
1: (laughs) I mean, well, hold on. All right, so we're focusing on the shit because you know that he shit on his cousin.
0: Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, wasn't in the letter? He talking about. Eating her shit? E- or either
0: way, I yeah, don't know. I think there's. He, well, a, he
3: also wrote that opera about shit.
0: Yeah, right. they're like snowballing shit. I don't know. It's a would lot of. You, would you like things. me to read you the translation of uh, Lick My Ass, Right Well and Clean? I would love to hear that. No. Lick My Arse Nicely. Lick It Nice and Clean. Nice and Clean, Lick My Arse. It's a Greasy Desire. <laughs> nicely Buttered. Mm. Like the licking of roast meat my daily activity three will lick more than two come on try it and Lick 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 everybody lick their arse for themselves (laughs) For them for themselves. Yeah, I don't know this is
5: this is history (laughs) Jeez He's got a buttery
1: ass Uh, Dude, what is he eating? It's a greasy and buttery
4: Oh, my God, no more. Please, I'm (laughs) crying. Please, no more. I can't do anymore.
3: Oh, I love history. This guy's asshole is a disaster, and he's singing
0: about it.
4: (laughs) This might be the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: So, I don't know if you guys know this, but the way these cannons used to be sung, they were like those, um, they they were sung in, um... Where where everyone would repeat in a bar. You know how, like, when you sing row, row, row the boat, gently down the stream, and then the next person starts on the next bar? Oh, okay. Lick,
4: lick, lick your ass. Lick, lick, lick (laughs) your ass. So you'd
0: have seven people singing this in a circle.
4: Lick your cousin's (laughs) ass. Should should we try (laughs) Lickity
0: lickety-dickety-splickety-dickety? Be on the lookout for cream. I feel like we should try it.
5: Oh, I can't do no, this. No, Cody can't. Uh, Cody uh, doesn't
0: know no. anything about music. We're, we no, have latency. It's, it's sad. Mike can barely read. <sighs> You're ass. I'm not drunk. A
3: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Aren't half of today's modern songs about ass eating? There's yeah, that song, basically. Cake
4: by the Ocean, Sriracha. Yep, that's about eating butt.
3: That's about eating butt?
4: Truffle Butter, I think, is about eating butt. <laughs>
3: yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm in the bathroom the other day at work, and they play, like, very current music. Like, the uh-huh. like the other day, like, there was some song about, like, the Me Too movement playing. Oh, and I was wow. like, oh, this yeah. is pretty current. There was, like, this whole... There was this girl going, like, you gotta eat my ass. Gotta, gotta eat it. Eat my <laughs> ass.
0: Eat my asshole. And I'm, like, at work. Well, what like- is Me <laughs> Too really about? It's about women being harassed and not having their assholes eaten properly. Correct? That's true. yes. Yeah. That's... Yeah.
4: This is where Asterius admits he has not been working at an agency, but at a strip club. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey, Crazy Girls has a lot of great clients. That drunk guy, that, that guy named Cam. We got plenty of cool I guys. I've noticed that
4: the, uh, the, uh, the photo editing of the marketing materials for Pumps, the quality has really shot up in the last four
1: months. So, so Mozart's—he's uh, he's 300 years ahead of his time. That's what I'm saying. Right.
0: Oh. Oh. Well... I mean, he doesn't know how to do nasty, sick, 808 trap beats, but he does have the ass eating down. He's half there. Yeah, he's halfway there. I
1: think, yeah, like, you were you were saying it's serious. like, I think that he would be a perfect influencer nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. might mm-hmm. even be a vlogger. Yeah, he might even be a vlogger.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Dude, he would make such a good vlogger, he could just vlog himself <laughs> at these parties he was going to. What's
0: up, guys? I'm just shitting in my mattress right now. <laughs> Dude, this is my it's cousin. playing with my shit, you know. Yeah, this,
1: yo, hey guys, this is my cousin, bro. Like, check
0: this out. Going on a date, you know. <laughs> Wait, you know how the the, the gamer girl was sell, sold the bathwater? About <laughs> well, Mozart, yeah. he would have fixed all of his money troubles if he sold his poo in ball jars. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, guys, this is my
4: brother, Nanners. We're doing a competition <laughs> to play the violets. Whoever loses <laughs> Has to eat shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just tweet at me. You can win a like Tesla, and I
2: pooped in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, let's close this up. After talking so much shit, I have diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's weird how that's going around. Yeah, it's contagious. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Roast Mortem podcast coverage of yes. Mozart, the uh, shit Macaulay cool Culkin of his time. Asterios, Sriracha, thank you for joining us. Hey,
4: thanks for having us. This was awesome.
0: Come on anytime. Yeah, where where can we find you guys? Yeah, tell us about your stuff. Also, you have a tour coming up, so tell people. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, we're going on the road in a couple of weeks. Uh, Hopefully, uh, this will be out before then. We're going to be in Orlando on Friday, July 26th. We'll be in Miami Saturday, July 27th. Um, I will be in Houston. Uh, Sarash won't be able to make it um, on Friday, August second, and I'll be in Austin doing a solo show on Saturday, August third. And if you want to find ticket links, you can just go to my Twitter page. It's just a pinned uh, tweet. You go to twittercom stereos, That's spelled A S T E R I O S. And if you're not in one of those towns. You can hear us every week on our podcast, The Loudest Podcast. You can find it on iTunes or Spotify or just anywhere you find it. Look, if you're listening to this
0: podcast, you know what a podcast is. So just look for The Loudest Podcast. (laughs) The one that is definitely, but only slightly, louder than this one. Just barely, yes. (laughs) All right, you can follow us all. Oh, Travis just... Oh, no! Travis just had a catastrophe happen yeah you want my napkin who cares uh, I'm good <laughs> who cares about your stuff uh yeah you can find me at Saunched
1: you can find me at Travis Legion my week uh, I dropped the microphone and might have spilled the seltzer on it
5: <laughs> I am Cody McCann on Twitter you can find me at Cody
0: McCann C-O-D-Y and I'm Mike you can find me on Twitter at Mike Regan with two N's and uh we have a Patreon now so uh go give us money and also Stereos has a Patreon so give him money too alright night everyone Good night. 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 peace. Night. peace. Night. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane.